Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Leo Speaks. My name is Leo Lopez, but you probably already knew that. This week has been quite the week, um, so it's going to be a, a bit shorter than uh, the last ones as well, uh, sort of going off of the same idea that we did last week where I just sort of went over a couple of things that had been sticking out recently in my life. Um, but fear no more, I have a couple of uh, conversations planned for next week, so uh, we should be getting something interesting in the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, so well, in the last week, I, I did something I had never done before, which if you listen to the episode in Spanish, um, I talked about this, but I went to a concert by myself for the first time, and it was actually... Uh, one of the most liberating, sort of freeing experiences that I've ever been in. You know, it was it was really weird to be in a social place, in a, in a social situation, and be by yourself, you know. Um, so yeah, last Thursday I went to the Future Island concert, Future Islands concert here in Mexico City. I'm a big fan of Future Islands. I had never gotten the chance to see them live, even though I had been in the same area that they had played in several times. Uh, for one reason or another, um, I just had never made it to any of their shows. So now that I'm here in Mexico City, I knew that they were going to be here since like February. Um, I hadn't found anybody to go to the concert with. And so that was one of the reasons why I hadn't bought tickets before. But Thursday morning, I saw an ad for their concert on Facebook. And I was like, you know what? I may not have anybody to go with, but I really want to see them and there are still tickets and I'm going to feel like such a fucking asshole to myself if I don't go and see them live, you know, knowing that they're here in the same city that I live in. So yeah, after work, I, I came home, got my stuff, booked it over to the venue and they still had tickets. I bought one. Went over to a little coffee shop, had some coffee, um, waited for, for the concert to start. And yeah, it was it was a little awkward at first, you know. It wasn't sort of the, the typical experience because, you know, when you go with a group of friends, well, you have people that you know, you are able to talk to someone while the show starts. If you get there when the doors open, you're, you're able to sort of be excited together. And so when I got there... Uh, there were very few people inside the venue, uh, but I got a beer. I sort of just chilling around the place, walking around a bit, stuck around some people for a while. Didn't make any friends, surprisingly, um, but I mean, I wasn't there to make friends. I was there for the music. So um, once a concert actually started, I, I typically don't enjoy being in a super packed place. I feel like in this situation, though, like part of the reason why I don't like being in a packed place is because... If you're with a group of people, it's so much harder to navigate. But when you're by yourself, even if you're in a packed place, it's a lot easier to sort of find your own little spot and find your own little crevice, even within a crowd. 
Um, regardless, I, I stayed near the back-ish, like halfway into the venue. Um, but I was around, to my right, I had some people that were like, it was a group of friends, but they seemed to be longtime fans because they were super excited and talking about it beforehand. Uh, to my left, there were some other people there. I don't know if I said left twice. Well, to my right, there was a super into it group of friends. To my left, there were some other group of friends who were maybe less into it, but still pretty into it. Um, you know, once the music started going, I don't think I had ever danced that much in a concert. Like by the end of the concert, I was just soaked in my own sweat. It was pretty nasty, actually. Um, but I just remember hearing my favorite songs and having that smile on my face and knowing that it was so worth it, you know? I was It was like a state of ecstasy. And I was not high or on any sort of drug. Um, but yeah, it was, it was incredible. I had the time of my life. And I'm so happy that I actually was able to go to a show by myself to get over sort of the stigma that comes with being in social situations by yourself. Um, I feel like this may have opened the door for me to be able to do things alone, things which are maybe not usual to do alone, but um, even things like going to the movies alone, which I've done before and which I've enjoyed. I have no problem with going to the movies alone. I have basically no problem doing anything alone. I'm, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with, uh, you know, I, th I think I'm, I've learned to be content with myself most of the time. And I think it's important that you are able to to have that time and that space for yourself. But yeah, if, if anybody out there ever is sort of on the edge of going to a concert but has no one to go with, do it. Uh, as long as you know or as long as uh, you are going to be safe. I know it might be a lot harder for, for a girl or a woman to, to be able to say, I'm going to go to a concert alone because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, they're more vulnerable. And it I guess it depends on the girl, but being at your by yourself at a concert is probably something that seems a bit scary. But in reality, um, I feel like nobody really pays attention to who's there, especially when people come with a group of friends. You know, they're with their group of friends. They're not going to be hunting down whoever's by themselves but yeah that's my recommendation if you ever are able to go to a concert and enjoy it in a, in a safe manner do it I, I feel like it's 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 so it's great and i definitely know that if there's ever another concert of somebody that i know or that i like i won't be afraid to go out and enjoy these things because at the end of the day it's something that i did for myself you know it's something that i took the time to to enjoy the music and, and to live it in the moment and yeah do it uh just do it don't let your dreams stay dreams uh someone very uh near and dear to me said that once but yeah so um i also this weekend well that was on thursday on saturday night i saw the new wes anderson movie isle of dogs it's a great movie. I recommend that you go watch it. I I, I suggested it to my cousin, whom I live with, um, because I know that they aren't likely to go to the movies if it's a movie that is not suitable for children. And the way I described it was, it's an animated movie, and it's suitable for children, but it's definitely not a children's movie. Um, it's, it's just like any other Wes Anderson movie, you know, the, the themes and 
these sort of dark or, or tragic situations. Um, but it's great and it's it's very humorous, a lot of lighthearted, tragic moments. Um, and I definitely recommend that you go out and watch that as well. But uh, yeah, I went on my first date for a while. It was actually surprisingly enjoyable. Got very drunk. Um, and uh, it feels stupid to say that like it, I get mad at myself because I like had such a good time and I like this guy and I don't want to. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where it's just, it, 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 I can like feel myself being attracted to someone. And at the same time, maybe it's not what I want, but I don't know. Um, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully someplace good. I don't know. It's also just like that sort of initial stage where where you feel that spark and it's just like, oh, that's nice. But I don't want to let myself get carried away just because I know that that's... I, I get carried away very easily by my feelings and by these sort of initial situations, initial feelings of, of uh, the dating scene. So I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to just like uh, sort of analyze the situation and take it for what it is. And if it's to be something that is uh, going to grow into something nice and we'll slowly get there and for the time being we'll just enjoy what we have and where we're at and i uh yeah oh i got into um, a sort of argument with uh, a friend of mine today um there was a bit of name calling which i'm not sure where that came from but let me break it down uh, i just want to vent for a little bit here and i feel like maybe it's a situation where a lot of us have like been in with with certain friends um but this friend he is a very picky person he's he's somebody that like has to have everything planned out ahead of time everything has to be on a schedule um, everything always has to go as planned otherwise life is hell and the world is ruined and nothing is ever gonna make up for for this horrible situation because we didn't get to dinner on time um so we had planned a, a road trip from Mexico City all the way up to San Francisco. Um, he had told me about this plan maybe two months ago is when, when he, he like brought it up to me. And he told me if I wanted to go, if I wanted to be included in his plan. And I told him, sure, you know, it sounds like a good time. I've never been on such a long road trip. I've actually taken like the longest road trip I've been in has probably been, I don't know, a seven-hour bus ride, which bus rides, I guess, don't count as road trips, but that's that's the extent to which I, I get. Um, so he invited me, and I thought it would be fun, you know. I, I want to be on a road trip. I want to be out on the road for, for a while, take long stretches of highways and, and whatnot. And so I told him I wanted to do it. Um, I just had to plan it out accordingly because of my vacation time at work and because of the time that I was able to take off um, and get paid, basically, or not get fired. So it also coincides with the fact that I have to go back to the States to get some paperwork figured out. Um, and so I told him, I'm not sure when I'm going to have to go to the States to get this paperwork stuff figured out. And if I do go... I'm probably going to have to use some of my vacation time to be able to make up for, for the time I'm not going to be at work. So 
it's probably, uh, I had told him this about a month ago, and I'm like, I'm probably, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go, but I'll let you know. And so on Friday, he sends me a text message, and I forget to answer. He tells me, me, this friend, another friend are included. Um, what about you? And I saw the message. It was at work. I don't remember exactly what time, but I forgot to, to reply because I opened the message and then I never uh, went back into the conversation. And so uh, I forget to reply. Saturday, I hear nothing from him. Sunday, I hear nothing from him. Today, when I'm at work, I get another message from him. And all I get are three question marks like, what the fuck, you know? And I can tell he was already sort of a, maybe not pissed off, but just like annoyed at me. Because he's not the type of person to just be like, uh, dude, you know? He would he would typically just be like, he would ask me again. Um, but he, he sends me that message and then I reply and I'm like, hey, sorry, I was had a busy weekend. I was all over the place. Sorry message. I forgot to reply. And then I told him, look, I probably am not going to be able to go. I am looking to, to go to the States in the next couple of weeks. And um, unfortunately, that means that I'm going to have to use up my time to to get this stuff done that I need to do. And um, that means that I won't be able to go on the trip with you, most likely. I'm like, I haven't figured everything out yet. I don't know when I'm going. I don't know how my vacation time is going to be used, but I'll let you know. And then he's, he like lashes out at me. He says that I'm a child. Uh, no, he's, he tells me, I thought you had stopped being a child and gotten your priorities straight. And I was like, what, like, why, where is this coming from? You know, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you things how they are. And he just decides to call me names. Like he, he just resorts to, to name calling because he's upset that I am not able to go on this trip with him. I understand that maybe he you know, had the idea that I was going to, that I was going to go and maybe I hyped it up for him a bit too. But at the end of the day, when he discussed this with me, I had different plans, you know, things came up and uh situation has changed. And so I was, I was just very confused and that sort of bummed me down so much, you know, is that sort of thing where you don't expect something to hit you so hard. And the thing with this guy is that at some point we had dated, I guess, in quote, quote unquote, dated. Um, but when we started seeing each other, this was two and a half years ago. Um, you know, it was never explicitly stated that we were anything like we were just dating, I guess you could call it. And I sort of fell very, very hard for him at that time. He ended up breaking it up. We're like breaking it off. We stopped seeing each other because he started seeing somebody else. And, you know, it was a, a bit of a heartbreak. I had a hard time getting over that. And we sort of stayed in touch, lost touch for about a year, year and a half-ish. And then and we started talking again maybe about December of last year. Um and I actually realized when I started talking that I still had feelings for him, you know, that I, there was still something there about what, what we had been through. And uh, this whole situation today with him sort of lashing out and being upset because he thinks, I, I don't know what his mentality is, you know, I don't know why he got so upset at the fact that I'm telling him the truth. 
Um, but he seems to think that I'm being immature and that my priorities are not in check, which hey, they might not be. Or my, my reasoning is that his ideas and his uh, priorities don't line up with mine simply because they're different. You know, he has a different way of life and he's very organized and I'm very haphazard and my life sort of just happens and I deal with it as it comes. And I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad, but I think it's something that we learn to live with and something that you can't gener- you can't necessarily judge it just because it doesn't conform to what you think it should be, you know? And that's what really upset me about um, his comments, the fact that I felt like he was judging me because of the way that I decided to live my own life because he doesn't think that it's good enough or he doesn't think that it's good at all. And so because of the fact that I still do have feelings for him i think that actually hurt quite a bit but at the end of the day i mean i told him like if you don't think that what i'm doing is okay and if he he told me at some point that he didn't think that what he put into the relationship was reciprocal that he, i didn't give him enough and so my response was well maybe then this relationship isn't something that you need in your life and said so maybe that's best for you and he didn't reply. And I feel like, you know, take it how he wants to take it. At the end of the day, if he feels that I don't provide enough in our friendship, then I think what's the point of having a friendship where you feel like you're being drained, right? Where where you feel like what you give is not enough. I definitely don't feel that way. And I definitely feel like we're very estranged in, in some way that it's weird for him to say that he gives a lot to our friendship when our friendship is very minimal and we see each other once every, I don't know, every four or five weeks. You know, it's not like we're best friends. It's not like we're very deeply in each other's lives. It's just, yeah, weird. I don't know. Um, I just thought I would share that mostly because I wanted to vent, but also because uh, I feel like it coming down to, to what he said about me not giving enough in, in what we have as a relationship. I feel like if at any point you ever feel like you're giving too much, if it's something that you truly value and that you feel is truly important for you, I think you should voice those concerns to the certain other person that you feel is not providing enough for you. But at the end of the day, if if you don't feel like it's necessarily the most important thing or you feel like you might be better off without this uh, relationship or without this other person in your life, then I don't think that it's wrong to want to cut ties or to want to end the friendship or that relationship. I don't, I don't think that it's wrong for you to look after yourself and to truly consider that maybe what you have in your life and maybe that this other person if they truly don't give you anything that's good for you or enough in terms of, of, of reciprocity, then maybe it is okay to, to you know, cut the string and end the friendship. And yes, it's not going to be something that's easy. Uh, but at the end of the day, things that are good for you or things that are, that are worthwhile aren't necessarily easy. You know, you have to strive to achieve to where you want to go. And so, um, you know, that's what I thought. I feel like at this point, um, there were no insults. There was no like, 
major arguing. But if he doesn't want to be my friend anymore, then I understand it. You know, if you don't think that I give you enough, then there's no reason for you to have to have me as a friend. There's no reason for you to continue to want to have me in your life. And if you do, then it's because you feel that there's something of value, something important, something that I actually do provide you that maybe you can't find anywhere else or that maybe you just enjoy. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting at, but yeah. And moral of the story is take care of yourself, value your relationships, make sure that if you don't feel like you're being valued, uh, voice the concerns. And if you decide that it's time to, to end the relationship, be it a friendship, uh, be it a romantic partnership, be it even, even, you know, somebody in your family, I, I feel like I'm a very strong proponent of believing that the family that you're born into isn't the family that you need to have, you know, if you don't feel like it's something that provides you with something of value. So choose your family, choose your friends, make sure that you value others and that others value you in the same way. And um, yeah, be healthy. Take care of yourselves. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, end this episode. Again, I promise that next week we'll have a full-length episode with with a very lovely gal. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And have a good week, guys. Happy Monday.